0: Hi sisters. We are on part 2 of Philippians chapter 2 verses 12 through 30. And today we are going to be going over verses 14 through 16. Have you ever felt like all that you do are people even listening? Is it making a difference? All the service and the sacrifice, the prayers and the preaching, are you just laboring in vain? All understood that very sediment. And today we are going to talk about that. Enjoy! Hey family! Welcome to God's Word Transforming Lives. Are you ready to dive deeper into your walk with Christ? Do you desire to learn His Word with a greater understanding that applies to your daily living? Do you feel like you're in a vicious cycle of victory and defeat? My name is Amy and friend, I was so frustrated with my faith walk for decades. No matter what I did, I could not escape the symptoms that trauma from my childhood left me with. Not only that, I didn't seem to experience any victory that I read about in the Word of God. And even worse, I couldn't see it or experience it in my church life either. It all left me feeling even more confused and more empty. I knew Christ was the way and the truth and the life, and I knew His Word was the answer. So finally one day, I got fed up with living in defeat, and I became determined to find the Jesus of Scripture. I discovered true faith in Christ and had to unlearn much of what I had been taught. With God's Word and His Spirit, I have been free from anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and suicidal thoughts for almost 15 years, and I have learned a tool set to overcome my past trauma and losses. God's Word has transformed my life. If you are ready for truth and transformation, then hop into the slow cooker with me and let's marinate together in God's Word. Did you know I have a free sisterhood community of women just like you? Women who love Jesus when they love one another. They too are looking for that deeper walk with Christ and they love learning his word. If you pause right now and click the link below in the show notes, it'll take you right to the Facebook group we look forward to getting to know you. All right, so we're going to go into this next section here. Uh, we're going to go into verse verse 14. Do all things without complaining and disputing. Oh, man, these are the snares that we need to work out. These are the snares right here. He's going to name some snares. Complaining. When we complain and grumble, we, we're, say, we're telling God that we're not content with his sovereignty in our life. That we're not content with the blessings in which he's given us. Remember not having that grateful heart, not having a thankful heart. That is so displeasing to the Lord. So displeasing. When the Israelites would grumble and complain, they would get in trouble. Like that's, you know, matter of fact, they're grumbling and complaining. They didn't get to go into the promised land. Everyone over the age of 20 didn't get to go in. They all died in the wilderness because they were grumblers and complainers. They were not satisfied with what God was doing. Matter of fact, I think it was uh Baran, I think it was K-O-R-A, and I believe it was him, that um him and he was leading other people to uh usurp the authority of Moses. They didn't like how Moses was leading, they didn't like who God had chosen to be to, to be the authority over them. And so they started complaining against Moses and they, they, they got angry and they were like, we want you to give us a new leader. We want a new, we want a new pastor or a new leader, whatever you want to call it. He wasn't a pastor, but you know what I'm saying? Trying to bring it up to date for us. And, you know, and we want to go back to Egypt. We are not satisfied with how things are going here in the wilderness. We are not satisfied with what you're doing, God, and what you're in ch- the leader that you chose and what you're doing. So we want a new leader, and we're gonna go back. We want to go back to Egypt. And God was so upset with them for their grumbling, their complaining, and their disrespect of who God had chosen to lead uh, this particular mission. And they they end up all of them, their whole families died in the wilderness. He killed them all in one day, just. Wiped him out, you know. As an example of the grumbling and the complaining and the usurping of the authority in which God has been put into place, and I could do a whole um, teaching on that alone. But you know, when we complain, we we cause disunity. We um, we're not pleasing the Lord. Um, It also causes disputing to start happening. I think that's what was going on with these two women that we're going to talk about when we get to chapter four that were causing disunity. They're complaining. They're not happy with one another. Then they start fighting with one another and then it spreads. It's like a cancer and it will just spread in a ministry. And if it's not dealt with, it will just, it, it can just destroy what God is doing. And that just does not bring God any pleasure whatsoever. And it will, it just harms our walk. And we need to have enough love and respect for God that what where he has you in your life right now, the season that he has you, and it may be a difficult season. I, n- I never want to take from that. And God understands. He knows we are going to go through difficult seasons. Remember we talked about Philippians 1 where he says it's granted to you for salvation, but it's also granted to you to suffer. And Jesus warned us, you know, that we were going to go through various trials and tribulations. We were going to be kicked out of the church. We were going to be um, made fun of. We were going to be mocked and some people are going to lose their lives for the gospel and they are our brothers and sisters around the world are losing their lives for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We might get made fun of on Facebook or maybe our family members stopped talking to us or maybe you have even lost um had to leave a church because they were unwilling to submit to the Word of God and you've had to confront things. and so and then they all turn on you because you left. these are painful things. these are things that that that, that really, Can devastate your wall but we need to count it all joy when we find ourselves in these various trials and tribulations and not complain and not cause division and not you know question god's authority or what god is doing because everything that he is doing for you and me it will work out for your good and my good and his glory that's a promise if you love him if you are his then anything the enemy throws at us anything that anyone does against us we can have joy because we know that he's going to work it out for our good and his glory. We still feel the pain. We're not going to dull the pain. We're not going to say we don't have feelings, We're, but we are going to say, I'm not going to complain about this and I'm not going to dispute. I'm not going to cause division. Verse 15, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generations among whom you shine as lights in the world. See, when we complain and we we dispute and we argue and we debate and we do all these things, you know, then we can have fault found in us. We're walking just as the world walks. Isn't that what the world does? They walk in disunity. They're complaining about each other. They're always complaining, always disputing. Somebody's upset with somebody. There's always chaos. We're to come out from among that. We've been separated. Remember, Jesus is coming back for our bride without spot and blemish. So that you may become blameless and harmless. So we are blameless. So nobody can for vile an accusation against us because we're walking in the fruit of the spirit. We're walking in the love and the joy and the peace and the faithfulness and the goodness and the gentleness and the kindness and the self-control. And so they can't find fault in us because we are to be those lights that are shining so brightly in this perverse and crooked generation. And every generation is perverse but it is getting more perverse right as because we are getting closer and closer to the return of our Lord. Always a day closer to when he's going to be coming back for his bride. Even though it's been 2000 years we're still always a day closer and we can see the perverseness and the crookedness and the darkness and the evil that is just expounding in this generation. And just as generations before. But we are the light of Christ. We are the ones that shine bright compared to like the stars. We're compared to the stars in the dark sky. Because if you would shut out all the light, all the um, you know, fault the fake light or whatever, electricity, whatever, and, and just go out at night, we have. Just enough light because of the stars, They shine so bright in the darkness. And that is us. Even though we are in this wicked and perverse generation where, where they're now calling evil good and good is now being called evil. And oh, but we are the children of the light. We are the children of God. We are his kids. And we are here to shine these lights. But our light's dull. Our lights become dull when we are complaining, when we're fighting with one another, when we aren't walking in love and unity, when we are allowing the world and the world's patterns and systems to take over, when we're trying to look like the world in the name of Jesus. That's something that has really taken the dullness. It really has taken the light away from the the modern church, in my opinion, is we have tried so hard to look like the world in, in the name of Jesus, thinking that's how we're going to save people. And that's actually what has dulled our light because you almost can't tell the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian anymore. We dress the same. We talk the same. We watch the same movies. We um, listen to a lot of the same types of music. We, um, we, our churches, a lot of times are ran a lot like a business, a CEO type model of a business. Um, We're sold out to the health, wealth, and prosperity of this, of this life. Um, And and so we have, we have bought into a lot of these things. And so it has caused our lights to really dull because the more separated we are from the world, the more we're going to stand out and we are going to be able, our light is going to shine that much brighter with the truth of who jesus is and what it means to be a christ follower what it means to be a true disciple of jesus christ and one of the greatest ways our light shines the brightest is when we love each other when we are walking in unity with each other and that is what the world will see the brightest because that is what the world wants they want love they want peace They want joy and you can't get that apart from Jesus Christ, not agape love that lays their life down, not that love and action, not that joy that's beyond anything you're going through. It's the supernatural joy that you have, no matter what you're going through, not that peace beyond our own understanding that comes. Those are gifts that comes from above. It's a supernatural thing that happens within the born again believer and that those things when we are walking like the world walks and participating in the things that the world participates in so verse 16 holding fast the word of life so that i may rejoice in the day of christ that i have not run in vain or labored in vain hold fast to the word with the words that well paul's talking about the words that he has taught them hold fast to that hold fast to the truth Hold fast to working out your salvation with fear and trembling, to being blameless, to walking in holiness and righteousness, and, and walking the way that the Lord has commanded us to walk, the ways that Paul had taught them to walk, so that he can rejoice. Just do it for me. I want to rejoice. I want to rejoice in the day that I meet Jesus. That you are the fruit of my labor. See, we all have fruit that we're if we're born again we are working things for good fruit or in other words we are laboring maybe you're working in the nursery and you're just singing over those beautiful babies and you're praying over them and and you're showing them the love of Jesus you know maybe you're working in the children's ministry and you're teaching and 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 pouring the word into them and praying for them you know maybe you're cleaning the church and so you're just you're just doing it for the joy of the lord and you're making sure these things are clean you know there are so many ways in which we serve the Lord, we're producing good fruit. Hopefully you are discipling somebody and somebody is discipling you. Hopefully you are doing that. I know that that is kind of a lost thing today. And that's something I am passionate about is discipling and pouring into uh younger women as a Titus woman myself, as I am commanded to do according to Titus. And so, and I want to know that I'm not laboring in vain, that I love when I see the fruit of the of the people of the beautiful women that I am I am discipling and pouring my life into and, and 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 living by an example before them and serving them and when I start seeing them you know blossom in their gifts and they're out there serving and they're loving people and then they're you know picking up people and, and 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 discipling them and teaching them and oh nothing brings me greater joy nothing brings me greater joy than than to see that because and I know I'm not laboring in vain you know it's always heartbreaking when you have people that you have um that you're trying to disciple you're trying to teach them and they are just not teachable they do not want to put into practice the things in which you've taught them and in in every um uh titus man and titus woman um we we all have those experiences and it's heartbreaking because you want to see them be transformed you want to see their lives change but if they're not teachable, if they're unwilling to do what you've asked them to do, if they're unwilling to make the changes in which, which they um, have been shown through the word and, and given the power to do through the Lord, you know, I can see that frustration. It's heartbreaking. And you think, man, am I just laboring in vain here? You know, am I just, is this ever gonna come to fruition? Are they ever gonna get it? And some don't, and that's just that's just part of life. Some people never get it. When they do get it, And the ones that are getting it and are grasping it, oh, it just, I see Paul, he just rejoices. I just rejoice. I pray you rejoice. And um, so if you're being disciple, be teachable. You know, if you've trusted this person to disciple you, you've trusted them to wash you in the word. You've trusted them to show you, um, you know, the ways of the Lord through the word of God, make sure they're using the word in context um, and they're living it out by example themselves. Then trust them you've trusted them listen to them be submitted it's a good thing submission is a beautiful thing when it's a mutual submission and it's a um it's done through the biblical love and and truth and the way it's supposed to be done it's so it's so beautiful you will grow and mature in ways you never thought and you'll grow so much faster those that are submitted to their spiritual moms and dads or their elders the pastors Um, they grow leaps and bounds, though they grow so much faster than when you don't have someone to disciple you and you're not being teachable and you're not under good discipleship as well. Biblical discipleship. Um, You'll go around a lot of the same mountains over and over and over again. And it's a frustrating walk. And our walk, though we have trials and tribulations, shouldn't be frustrating, should be exciting and joyful and amazing and even in the hard times like i it's still like you can see the goodness in it because god's in it faith so paul is saying there that he did not labor in vain so i pray that you are not laboring in vain and and that also your your elders your pastors are also not laboring in vain over you and that you are producing that good fruit that they can rejoice in just be proud of and excited for and if you don't have that contact me you know let's let's hook up let's let's do these things um because it's beautiful it's so beautiful god bless family i hope you enjoyed today's episode if it has blessed you in any way would you give me 30 seconds and share it with a friend of yours one more small little favor if you would head over to whatever podcast source you're listening to this on and give me a five-star review that would be so great it helps get the episodes out there to other people who may be wanting to learn god's word again don't forget guys until next time it is a crockpot faith not a microwave with god's word discipleship and patience, you too will be transformed for his good work. Grace and peace I leave with you until next time.